Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Media Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, loss, life and the afterlife. And today is Mediumship Monday and as promised we're going to be discussing clairvoyance and what is clairvoyance? Clairvoyance is basically it means clear seeing. So in a psychic or mediumship aspect, what that means is that we receive images and um, and and images and feelings that we associate and are able to relay to you um, when we're doing readings. So when I see my with my clairvoyance, I see that in very very many different ways. It comes to you unbidden, and it comes to you when you're doing a reading. So basically. What, what it is, it's like a little movie screen that's going on in your head. It's like watching a movie sometimes. That's what I mean. Not all spirits are amazing at clairvoyance. Some spirits are better at clairaudience, um, communicating through your, um, your hearing. Some spirits are better at cl- communicating through feelings. But some spirits are really, really um, excel in clairvoyance. The large majority are quite good at relaying clairvoyance to mediums, but I just have to put a note there that some of them are really bad at it and that's all there is to it. When I see images from a spirit, what I actually see is little different things, okay? So when they're trying to show me what they look like or how they appear to other people in life, a lot of times they will, if, if, they, if they pass and they were el- elderly, say, they won't say, well, I had grey hair because a lot of people when they get old have grey hair, they will tell me that when they were younger they were either dark-haired, blonde-haired, red-haired, etc., okay? And they will give me that information and I will relay what they used to be and I will make sure that I do relay that information that when before they got grey, this is they had brown hair. So a lot of them will show me how they used to look um, and they will explain to me that they got the grey hair later, stuff like that. Okay, that's one thing. So they'll show me how they look, but they'll show me aspects. So I won't see their whole face a lot of the times. A lot of the times I might just see the hair colour, the colour of the eyes. Um, I might see the shape of the eyebrows or the face. Um, If they were, um, I might see the body shape, but I will see it in in a way that is a bit different. So if they were really buff, you know, they might show me if they were really fit before they pass, they might show me that they actually had a six-pack and they might show me their um, muscles. Um, if they were a bit heavier, they will show me that they were heavier. And I will see that um, it, it's basically like you can see like an image. And, and, and I have to admit that I have this type of stock image of people. It's like, it's like a stock photo, I suppose, in a way. And I will see a stock image of the body shape. And then I will be able to put the rest of the bits and pieces of that person together, but they'll show me a stock image. I'll say, oh, they're really buff. And they will show me their height. Now, generally, I'm pretty good at heights. I'm generally pretty much on the money with heights. I don't know why, because um, I just don't know why. It seems to be some type of little weird knick-knack thing I have that that seems to be quite easy to um, to, for me to see. But I can actually see how tall they are as well, um, generally. Um, you know, and how they, how they do that with me, just for you out there listening along, is if they're a really short person, they, they might just tap my shoulder and like, then I know they're going to be short. Or what they will do is they will display themselves 
against another person and I will see how short they are. So, you know, so clairvoyance is, is sometimes I like to say all over the shop because you never know what exactly you're going to see or how the spirit is going to articulate what they want you to see. Now, a lot of people say to me, uh, my, my, my mum or my dad or whoever did not speak English. How were they going to communicate with you? In this case, the spirits will use clairvoyance predominantly is what they will do. And they will show me things and I don't always understand them. Unfortunately, I, um, I personally, some of you out there may understand this, I do have a little bit of trouble in seeing what I'm seeing, particularly if it's with a different culture, say an Asian culture or an African culture, and I don't know what their normal things are. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know their normal way of life. Um, of course, I know the Western way of life, but sometimes I have difficulties type of understanding what I'm seeing because the culture is a little differently and it's foreign to my eyes. In other words, I have to understand what I am seeing before I can relay it. So if I don't understand it, if a spirit shows me something that's foreign to my eyes, I'm not really going to get it. So I do struggle a little bit sometimes in those places okay so that's just with this we're talking about clairvoyance but with clairaudience I just want to point out to you it doesn't matter what language you use but water, a bottle of water for instance is always going to be a bottle of water so when they show me um, say a bottle of water that will display to me that they didn't drink they only drink water they might show me a cup of coffee you see, it doesn't matter. The language barrier doesn't matter when I'm communicating because I can use clairvoyance or clairaudience. Clairaudience also becomes tricky with different nationalities, um, particularly the names because we obviously have different names than um, people in different nations. So, you know, so particularly the names will become a little bit hard to do in different nations. But basically overall, uh, if, I, if, with, with, if it's a different nationality, if I can get the first letter of the name, I'm generally really, really happy, uh, particularly if they don't have an English-speaking name. Because one of the things you've got to understand out there is unless you can understand what you're hearing or unless you can understand what you're seeing or feeling, you cannot articulate it. So this is why I think that it takes a long time for most mediums to get their full dictionary up, so to speak. So they, you know, that, that so you know, you get a dictionary of things like. And, and, and my clairvoyance has changed over the years. So when I first started, for instance, um, you know, like I, if someone was in the military, I, I would always see a medal in their hand. And that changed over a while. Now, um, generally, if they were in the military, I can usually differentiate between Navy, um, um, Navy, Air Force and, and Army. I can usually tell the difference. Not always, but sometimes. It depends how clear the spirit is. And that's another thing you've got to understand as well is that the spirit has to be, give, be, be good at showing you the clairvoyance as well. Now, also in clairvoyance, when I do readings, I do tend to look away from the client. Um, even when I'm working on stage, I do tend to look away from the person I'm reading. That gets a little bit awkward sometimes too, especially in a big audience because sometimes I forget, where was I, where was I because I'm looking away. But then I always, I always find them, don't worry about that. But it does like that, oh, now, a lot of you, if you've seen me work on stage, you will see me using the stage. It's, and, and what I'm seeing 
for those of you who have to understand is, is sometimes the stage and the woodwork on the stage or um, in private readings, I, I have a wall that I look at. Um, it becomes like a little picture book itself and I can see images overlaid on the stage and overlaid on the, on the, on the wall I choose to look at when I do private readings, okay? So, and that's all about focus, all right? So when we are looking away from you during a reading, when I am looking away from you during a reading as a medium, the reason I'm doing that is so I can focus because whether you guys know it or not, sometimes your faces can be a little bit distracting and we need to get away from your face, you know. Um, I have had people um, ask me, why are you looking away? And I think that they're just so paranoid, but it really is a point of focus. You might see some people scribble when they do readings um, so I used to have a really um, weird habit of rubbing my fingers together when I did readings, but I don't do that anymore. But and, and it's just a focus point. So just as long as you understand that if you are getting a reading or you're giving a reading, you need to have a focus. Okay. Now clairvoyance. Um, it's it's and another thing about doing readings too. If a spirit, if a person has a lot of people in spirit. Sometimes the spirits will just take over from one one to the other without giving you any notice. That is absolutely normal. It would be one one of your impatient um, relatives just say, oh, "Come on, give me the microphone," type of deal. That that's what they do. But clairvoyance is is really um it, it's really now how do you strengthen the clairvoyance? Because that's something that a lot of people want to know. Basically, you really do have to trust. When I am in front of a uh, a a person doing a reading, I understand that everything that comes to me will belong to that person. And I understand that every image that I see will have some relevance. Now, sometimes I do find that my colour code is out. You know, being a medium, you've really got to try to be on that level eight all the time. Um, in, 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 you've really got to be on a nice high vibration level as often as you can when you are a medium, Okay. Um, and sometimes, you know, you might, you might just have your vibe might be a bit down. So you might find that your names go askew or you might find that your color code goes out or you might find that, you know, your clairvoyance just isn't working today and it's all going to be clairsentience. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really imperative as a medium that you get as much rest as you can in between days, all right, when you were doing private readings in particular. I find private readings a lot more taxing than I do um, show readings and I'm going to tell you why. In a private reading, a lot of people come in and they are obviously in grief and they are feeling low and a lot of people come in and I, I don't know why they can't understand that. You know, you've paid for this reading, it's going to be a reunion. You need to type of See if you can be a little bit happy. I don't know what it would take for you to lift your vibrations up before a reading, but it would be a really great idea for anyone to do that, okay? But what I have found is a lot of people come in with a very, very low energy. And when the client has a low energy, that can also affect the medium. And I'll tell you why. Because if you get one client that you don't connect to during the day, you feel a bit bad because you know you know these people are coming to you with very high expectations and they want definite proof that their spirits are there. So if you have a bit of a fail because of some reason, your vibes are going to drop just a little bit, okay? 
And, and, and sometimes the whole day can go pear-shaped is if after you have one spirit that's a bit down and if the next one comes a bit down as well, it, it, can, it can actually snowball. So all of you mediums out there, admit when you're having a bad day and, and cancel the day and rebook it because sometimes it's just not on. But I have to say, though, that the large majority of the time when I have felt like I'm having a bad day, it's because the spirit, ha- the, the, the client has totally missed things. So when you go in to get a reading for yourself, what you need to do is understand that if you have more than one spirit, that other spirits may be coming in. And it's really unfair for you to sit there and not see if it may be another spirit, Okay. <clears throat> because other spirits may come in. We can't just get the, the spirit that you want sometimes because you've got to understand that sometimes your spirit people are very, very excited about coming into a reading. They're so excited and they don't care if you don't really grieve them or anything. They want to say hello to you anyway. And that happens to me a little bit, you know, when someone will come back afterwards and say, you know what, you kept saying the name Elsie and that was my grandmother and I missed it six times. And that's very frustrating and unfair to the medium, to be quite frank with you, because we're thinking, oh, shit, my names are out. Oh, bugger, you know. So <clears throat> so from a mediumistic point of view, the higher energy that you can have when you come into them and the more excited you can be. Like I will do one reading and it may be okay, and it'll be okay. And the next reading, the spirit may be, uh, the client may be a bit low and it may not work. And then the reading after that, the, the, the client's so excited and so happy that they just burst through the door, that the spirit burst through the door. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's really a mixed bag. But I do feel that, you know, that as, as a client that you should take a little bit of responsibility and try to get your vibe a little bit higher if you can. Less it affects your reading, um, it, less it does affect your reading, okay? As it may affect your reading it may affect your reading if you are too low or too depressed all right so just as long as you understand that um and that's another reason too and that's another reason I say to people don't book on the anniversaries or the birthdays particularly if it's in the first or second year don't book on those days because you're going to be re-grieving I say that but people don't listen of course anyway that's because that but but we'll go back to clairvoyance. So the way to strengthen your clairvoyance, and I'm sorry I got off track, but that's what I do. I get off track. But the way to strengthen your clairvoyance is totally through meditation, guys. Um, if you are a medium, you need to understand your, your – um, and the other way to strengthen your clairvoyance is practice, 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 practice. If you are just a practicing medium right now, one of the big advices that I can give you is don't practice on anyone you know. Practice on their friends, you know, people you don't know. Doing a reading for someone you know is really difficult and it's really hard because you already know the information. That's why I dissuade people from coming back for repeat readings because once I know you, I really just want to just do the one reading for you guys and then, and then be done with it, um, just as long as you understand that. So clairvoyance, for those of you out there, it is a very tricky thing. It's sometimes it, – and, and you've got to get used to it if you are a practising medium. Now, some days you're going to have things that are a little bit less, you know. Some days your clairvoyance is going to be off and some days your, your clairaudience is going to be off and sometimes your clairsentience is going to be off. You are human first. You are, you are a spirit having a human experience. 
But if your human side starts taking over during the reading, oh, God, bugger, that's how it goes, okay? So just so long as you understand that. But clairvoyance is an absolutely uh, wonderful thing to develop. Now, if I can explain it to the people now, how, how do I, when, when I'm doing a reading um, and, and, and even if I'm not doing a reading, I, I seem when you get a clairvoyant thing happen, it's like you're talking to someone, right? And then all of a sudden you start seeing this type of like weird thoughts in your head. Like it's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, what I'm thinking of here. I don't know what I'm seeing in my head. Sometimes you might be picking up on the person you're talking to. And I would always say if you're talking to someone and you're seeing something a little bit unusual, it may be a spirit that's trying to get through. Just say what you're seeing. I've always found it best just to say what I'm seeing, you know, because if you can say what you're seeing, um, that will explain the whole story. I've seen some mighty unusual things before and, and, and it just floors people because they really aren't thinking of it at the time. I, I remember one time when I was doing a show and I said to this, this woman, her brother was coming through and I said, he's talking about the time you rode the bull. And she's, oh my God, I haven't thought about that for ages. But what I could see was these two, was these skinny kids trying to ride a bloody bull. And, 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 and this bull wasn't happy <laughs> at all. But, you know, it's just, it's just these little flash things that you see. Pay very good attention to them. When I first started to develop as a medium and my guides tried to cl try clairvoyance on me the first time, I started to have weird memories that I had forgotten about for years. One in particular that I remember is I was driving to work one day and I started seeing this little ginger kitten. And I remember this little ginger kitten. It was a little ginger kitten that my daughter and I had rescued from the dumpster. And we had raised it um, until it was, uh, you know, able to eat and drink for itself. We had to, like, do the whole spoon feed thing. And we raised that little kitten. And I'd forgotten about that for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden, when I started to develop as a medium, that image came to me unbidden one day. I did not know at that time that that was my first little taste of clairvoyance. Because after that, after that day, every time I got near someone, I started getting little images in my head I couldn't explain until I understood I was a medium. So, you know, um, the, the way to um, let your clairvoyance go is when you are in front of a client, is just relax. Let the images and pictures come to you. That's the biggest thing. If you are a medium and you are doing readings and you are uptight for any particular reason on any particular day, you might find that you're going to have a bit of a difficult day. And I just want you guys to be aware of that, all right? You've got to make sure that you're nice and relaxed. And I know that we do have days when we have readings booked and, uh, yeah, but I would implore any medium out there that it does have days that even though you've got readings planned and everything hasn't gone well, just to let it go. Let the day go and rebook it somewhere else. But as for clairvoyance, it's something that can be strengthened and it's something that can be worked on through meditation, through trust. You really need to trust what you're seeing. And when you're getting a reading done by a medium and they're explaining something to you, you may not, you may have to search way back into the eons of your memories sometimes because the spirits will bring up things that you are not thinking about. Mediums are, mediums are telepathic, but we are telepathic with the spirits. We are not particularly telepathic with you. 
It's more with the spirits because the spirits blend their type of energy with our minds, okay? So that's why we're telepathic with them. And that's why when you get reading sometimes that the information that's coming out is stuff you haven't thought about for years, okay? So I'm going to leave that with you. Um, I think we've talked a little bit about clairaudience and clairvoyance. Um, I will think of something different to do with Mediumship Monday, but we'll probably go to clairsentience and let's explain that to the people so they know what we're feeling. Have a wonderful day today. Um, I hope whatever you do makes you happy and I hope if you're not smiling, you can find something to make you smile. Um, Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. She talks to angels. Oops, angels. (laughs) You all come back now.